Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. But I did some very fancy schmancy um, uh, photography. There's some editing to it. Atnick Wilson says, uh, I've actually constructed what peak totality for the Cleveland Eclipse in two months is going to look like. And uh, honestly, guys, it took a long time. It, it, it's really been taking this whole show. But Atnick Wilson says, um, if anybody wants to use that picture as we start to talk about the eclipse, uh, there is pricing. We can work on that. But uh, yeah, there, this is this is as good of a simulation as you're going to get for, for peak totality in in really all of uh, weather, astronomy, whatever you want to call it. Actually, if you posted this around 6.30, a photo from 6.30, you would have gotten it right. There's way too much daylight in this photo. Uh, says you, noob. Um, I guess we'll see who's right. On whatever day that eclipse is. April 8th, opening that, day for the Cleveland Guardian. I was just testing you. But uh, we got a lot to get to Make here. your plans now. Uh, clearly, uh, to leave. and and or, or to spend a lot of money on five minutes of pleasure. Destination Cleveland got you covered. So we had the redraft conversation. I was so bummed when I found out pre-show that you have no feeling, no whatever, for, uh, for college football returning. Because they dropped the teaser trailer for NCAA 2025. And uh, it, it, they don't really show anything of the game. It's just a dude talking about the game returning, and it worked so well for me. Like and, and, I was like, "Let's go!" And and you're surprised that I wasn't moved by that. Well, no, I was surprised that you're not a video game nerd. Oh, yeah, you're a nerd in almost every other sense, except for the gamer. Yeah, except you, for the gamer. See, thing. there you go, stereotyping people. Uh, that's a correct profile that I just did on you. Am I wrong? You, you're a nerd. You admitted it. It's not. I'm, it's not a pejorative. I, I mean, look, I'm. I'm the one trying to make all the plans for the solar eclipse. But because I, you, I wear that hat proudly, because you can't get behind the return of college football. I was never a gamer growing up. I never had the money for game systems or anything like that. You know, Pac-Man on Atari was as good as it got for me. I will save that child. sadness for another moment because we got to get some joy here on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Albert Breer, MMQB, joins us every single Thursday at 520. Albert, what are you most excited and most curious about for the return of EA Sports College Football 2025? Um, I don't know. I'm most excited to pretend that it's a gift for my son when it's actually for me. Um, and I would say I'm most curious to see how, like all the new stuff, like NIL and transfer portal, I'm really like wondering how they're going to incorporate all of that in. I hope we um, can play Bagman. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, are you going to have to like 
go fundraise with alumni. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So, like, and I always thought, like, the old game would have been great if, like, you had to, like, you could break the rules, but, like, there was, like, risk involved, like, you might get caught. And somehow there was a way to be good at not getting caught. You know what I mean? Like, I always thought that would have been awesome if they had incorporated that in. Is there a mercy rule? you can do whatever the hell you want. So that'd be, now you can do whatever the hell you want. Albert, when you play, uh, when you play your 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 kiddo in NCAA 2025, will there be a mercy rule, or are you just going to annihilate him? Yeah, um, well, I mean, I'm going to treat this different than other video games. I'm like the Michael Jordan of that game, so <laughs> like I I hope I'm not Michael Jordan on the Wizards now. I'll put it that way. But we had a lot of, um, you know, it's funny. I we, I had that argument on Twitter today with Herb Street, and I uh, I I would challenge anybody to. I, I would have challenged anybody, anytime, any place in that game back in the day. I um, was part of a lot of heated battles at the final house at Ohio State. I had uh, a lot of broken controllers, a lot of hurt feelings. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, a, I'm definitely a battle, battle-hardened veteran of, of all of that. Albert, as a man with no kids, I have six words for you: no mercy, sweep the leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It depends on his attitude during the game. If he, uh, if if he shows good sportsmanship, which he doesn't because he's my kid, uh, but if he were if he were to happen to show more, uh, good sportsmanship, I might lay off him a little bit and you know not go on an eighty-yard touchdown drive with my third-string quarterback at the end of the game. Yeah, just remember, Albert. Uh, Daryl will not be pitching in for therapy, depending on how hard you go there. So just remember that now. Uh, we yeah. had one of our one of our esteemed colleagues, Anthony Lima, tried to say that in a total redraft of the NFL, including coaches and executives, that he thinks Kyle Shanahan would be the fourth pick of that draft. If we did a NFL wide redraft, as I just kind of threw out there, how many players would go? How many quarterbacks? All of them, uh, positional players, all of them would go before the first coach would be selected. Of all players. Yes. Um, and coaches. So before the first coach, you said, yes, would be selected. Okay. Um, so I'd say Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, uh, and probably Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. Um, I guess then maybe McVay. <laughs> I, I don't know. What do you guys think? I said 15 quarterbacks and at least one or two edge rushers before 15? we got. 15? Yeah. 15 quarterbacks. I, he was, he was uh, putting Deshaun Watson and Jordan Love on that it's, list. It's a, it's a damn shame that I just threw the, the list away because I literally had written out the 15 names plus the two edge rushers. Well, everyone's been trying to get the next McVay forever, right? That's yeah. fair. Is that right? That's yeah. fair. I said. Everybody's been trying. So if everybody's been trying to get the next McVay forever, and you can somehow get the current McVay, I mean, I don't know, guys. Where's Kevin Stefanski fall on that list? And has he earned the right to be paid as a top five or top ten coach now that he's got those two Coach of the Year awards sitting in the trophy case? Um, I don't know. I, I got, this is one of those things that you hit. You, you, you're, you go on your instinct, and it's like, what I what I say top 10, what I say top 15, and I have to have the list in front of me. Um, but, I mean, I think he's, you know, like, uh, worthy of getting paid in, in eight figures now, which is, you know, an established second 
um, second con- a, a, co- a, a contract a second contract for an established head coach who's won. Been to the playoffs twice with two different quarterbacks. Neither of them were Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, and I think he's established a, a program and a winning culture there. So um, I'm not telling you he'd be number three or four. Um, but, I mean, I, I think comfortably inside the top 15, just, just going on instinct and not having all the names in front of me. Now, Albert, I did read your mailbag this week, and you listed 10 49ers that could be moved this offseason for, for salary reasons or that made sense contractually if the 49ers were looking. Yeah, I, I think I just listed the 10 highest-paid guys. Yes. I don't think that, that was like a list of guys who could be moved, but go ahead. I, reading and comprehension are not my best there. <laughs> now, of those 10 guys that you mentioned, I mean, let's take Nick Bosa off the list because that ain't happening, but who would be the most intriguing fit in Cleveland? Yeah, I mean, probably one of the receivers. I, I, I don't think they're going to move Trent Williams. And, like, I don't know if the Browns would trade for him anyway, but I, I, I think there's too much invested in Trent Williams. He's too important to their offensive line. I think Nick Post is too important on, D, on the D-line. Um, I'm not sure an Eric Armstead would have as much value because he's a little older. Um, Fred Warner's an off-ball linebacker. Would you invest in him? Um, yeah, he's sort of uniquely valuable to the Niners. So, you know, like the thing is, it's got to like kind of work for all parties, right? Where a guy's worth a first round pick or more. And then on the flip side, um, you know, the, 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 the guy uh, is somebody the Niners are willing to part with. And it makes sense for the Niners to part with. And when you go down the list of those players and who would be like a sensible guy to move um, and a guy who have value to other teams, I, I, I look at the receivers. You know, and I, I think it's either Ayuk or Debo, you know, and I'm not saying those guys absolutely are going to be moved, but if there's like a player on the roster where you look and you say, okay, I can see them surviving okay without the guy, um, it'd probably be one of those two. And I don't think they're going to get rid of both of them, but I think maybe they would listen on both of them. And um, yeah, I mean, it'd sort of be similar to the DeForest Buckner trade four years ago where they had both Eric Armstead and DeForest Buckner on the roster. And I was like, okay, like, you know, which one do we move? And it wound up being the one they could get more value for. That's probably how they would approach it with Ayuk and Samuel if, if, if they move one of the two. Albert, there was a report out there today by uh, Pro Football Talk that uh, even though Deshaun Watson has been suspended 11 games by the NFL for his previous allegations, uh, that the league has not completely ruled out the possibility of further punishment given the evidence could emerge in remaining cases or eventual verdicts. That was part of a uh, of a, a yeah. kind of a report about uh, Deshaun might have to be deposed again. I'm just curious because yeah. what was that, bud? I said, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. So can you shed light on this? Because when I, I, I seem to remember when the suspension happened, that basically it was kind of an umbrella agreement that anything that falls within that period is kind of already handled with. So the only way you would have additional issues with the league or if there were new claims come out about Deshaun. Right. I think it's new information in general. And so if new information comes out that, um, you know, contradicts anything that he said or is, is new in any way, um, you know, anything that obviously casts the Browns or, league in a bad light then that's something they would look at that's that's my understanding of it anyway and obviously you know if there is something new that comes out then that's something that'll be dealt with i you know the league is going to leave themselves these openings because like obviously pr is a huge part of this 
And um, if they're going to take another public relations hit for something they didn't know, well, then they want to have the power to deal with it with the player. What about Joe Flacco? The Browns, obviously, they've you know got a little bit of a decision to make there. Joe, more so than the Browns, because I, the way he played, I got to think that there's going to be a market for him, at least from an organization, at worst, looking for a bridge quarterback. So what do you think the prospects are? Flacco ends up with the Browns, uh, back with the Browns, I should say, Albert, or uh, what's that market going to look like for him come the spring? Yeah, I mean, what I know, Daryl, is I, I know um, he wants to play, right? Like I, By play, I don't mean sit and hold a clipboard and watch. I mean play. And, you know, as of right now, it doesn't seem like the Browns are going to be able to offer him the best opportunity to do that. And this is a guy who's made his money, who's taken care of his money, who, you know, I, I think has got the flexibility now to do what he wants to do. And so um, it makes me think the likelihood of him coming back to the Browns is relatively low. Um, because the Browns, part of the coaching staff changes and everything else were to get more out of Deshaun Watson and do your best to try to find people that'll build an offense that's right for Deshaun Watson. And, you know, if you're doing these things, uh, it would seem to me like, you know, you're doubling down on the trade that you made a couple of years ago. And, um, and that would obviously severely, um, severely lower the, the, the opportunity that he would have to actually play, like as in get on the field again in Cleveland Whereas I think there will be an opportunity out there for him, even if it's just the bridge guy to play somewhere else. So like, let's say it's Chicago. Well, if he goes to Chicago and Caleb Williams is coming in, he at the very least has a chance maybe to play five or 10 games. Um, if he shows well in camp and if Caleb stumbles at all, you know, and so that on paper would be a better opportunity to actually get on the field to play than to be offered to him in Cleveland. So I think that's sort of what it is. And, you know, like that, Again, the opportunity to, to step on a field and play, I think, is going to govern a lot of, of Joe Flacco's decision-making. And It's hard for me to see a scenario where the Browns can say, yeah, you'll absolutely have a chance to get on the field here in Cleveland. i, I got to switch to the Steelers here real quick because I, I'm somewhat giddy that they uh, might be where the Browns were for, like, the last 25 years. Um, Ramon Foster said that Steeler fans are acting like uh, Browns fans. But uh, are the Steelers in, like, quarterback hell right now <laughs> with uh, their particular situation? No. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I mean, I, I think uh, I actually give them credit because they, they're realistic with it. Um, there are a lot of teams that would be in that situation where Kenny Pickett hasn't been a train wreck. But, I mean, there's a lot of evidence there now that says, like, he may not be the guy. I mean, if you compare how the team played with Pickett in there versus how they play with Mason Rudolph in there, it's pretty easy to look at it and say, okay, so Pickett didn't play particularly well. Trubisky wasn't very good. And then, Kenny, and then Mason Rudolph actually looked, like, really confident in the offense. So what does that tell you? Well, that tells you, like, maybe the ceiling – isn't what you had hoped it would be with Kenny Pickett, which was the knock coming out. And, um, you know, I give the Steelers credit for being open and saying, yeah, you know what, like this might not be the guy. And we do have to bring in someone to compete with him. And we do need to give ourselves multiple shots of getting the quarterback position right. So I, what will be interesting for me to see from here, Daryl, is the idea that, you know, like they could either go and get a known commodity and a guy who would almost be an insurance policy, like Daniel, who, of course, was with Arthur Smith in Tennessee, or they could decide to go the other way with it and say, you know what, we're going to go and trade for Justin Fields and give ourselves two shots at having the young long-term answer on our roster, then let, you know, again, someone like Fields battle it out with Pickett, and you at least give yourself a shot then to have a guy who could be an answer for the next five or 10 years out there. And that's, of course, assuming that they don't make some sort of move up to get one of the top three quarterbacks in this year's draft class. Albert, I know the month of April, very busy with the NFL. We got the NFL draft at the end of it. Well, April 8th, uh, which is, of course, the Cleveland Guardians home opener. We got a hell of an eclipse coming, and there's – Big tourists is coming in. The Lorraine County is expecting over a million people that are coming into town to, to hang out and see the eclipse. Will you be joining us in Cleveland for the eclipse on April 8th? I didn't even know that was happening, so you guys can have fun with that. All right. So it sounds like you're, you're <laughs> willing to like hear more information about it. I might be I might be in Ohio right around then, though. I talked to my, uh, my oldest son about going to Ohio State spring practice at some point, so... I, it is possible that I make a trip out to Ohio around then. So maybe Des- we could arrange something. Destination Cleveland representatives will be in touch. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get we'll get the right people to Cleveland? reach out. Is that like the name of the uh, tourism bureau? Yeah. <laughs> are you guys are you guys are, are you guys involved with building the dome too? Yeah. Uh, well, well, listen, we, what we can say in public is not the same thing. Yeah, come on, let's talk off the record there, Albert. All right, all right. I'll I'll I'll, I'll file that one away. We'll we'll take that up later. We'll, we'll, we'll see you at the opener in the dome in 2029 when. Uh, it opens. Yeah, yeah. What, what is it? What is it? The uh, the Berea Dome. Uh, I think Brook I think Park, the, the Brook Park Browns is what Brook I believe Park, we're Brook calling Park. them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Al- Albert, yeah. nothing can. There's, eclip- no muni- there's no there's no muni lot out in Brook Park, is there? Listen, wherever there are drunk Browns fans, there's a muni lot, Albert. <laughs> <laughs> and there's an airport yeah. standing by. That's actually the worst idea. Put a bunch of drunk Clevelanders next to an airport. Someone's gonna try and snap a plane. Okay, uh, Albert, be good, buddy. Appreciate you. 
All right, thanks, guys. So the question we asked, but they're they're a valuable life lesson. So because I, I I think when you like think about youth sports and stuff right now, it you you're, you not everybody wins. Yeah, but you have to teach them how to accept defeat and use that as motivation to get better. Yes, that's yeah. Yeah. like uh, like my twins are playing um, basketball again and. Their team has not just gotten beat like three of the four times it's they've not- gotten stomped. Okay, and so like to me, I didn't put it all on the kids. I'm not, I'm not going to turn this into. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. This this last time we were there, damn coaches, man. We, we I'm ha- telling you, it's it's been a struggle. I, I, I have not voiced this. I, so if the person is listening that did the fill in coaching this last week, I I was really struggling because they did the thing that I find completely useless when coaching children, which is saying things like, come on, or, oh, that's not it. I, I think when you're, when, you, you got to give, you have to give them more than that. Yeah. Like, Hey guys, hands up, like find your man, get in your you know, stance, yeah. move your feet. And so like, yeah. it was, it was one week of that, that kind of drove me crazy. But like then this week, like one of the, they actually did a great job where they were doing dribbling drills. They're basically playing knockout, but with dribbling. And, and you basically had to stay inside the circle. So it was, it was phenomenal. So, like, that to me is the thing that I tell the girls. Is it's like, okay, you, you lost. It sucks. All right, what are you going to do about it? You're just, just going to roll out of bed and take an L the next time? Or are you going to put the work in? And so it's Not, tough, like, because you want your kid to win. You really do. Yeah. But, like, yeah, sometimes kids kiddos got to take an L. It, it, it's almost up there with John Beeline having the Cavaliers dribble through chairs during training camp. Listen, here's the thing. It does. It, it, my my kids were not, <laughs> and he thought that was actually going to be a winning formula. Listen, we just didn't get enough time. I, I think Kevin Love was ready to kill him by I don't know five minutes into the first drill. Um, many jokes that I can make, but I will not. Please do. Um, no, because it's I'm either going Kevin Love or I'm gonna punch down at John Beeline, and I'd rather not do either. Okay, so, uh, you, you want to be the bigger man for a change, huh? I'm always the bigger man. Well, I see. Now I I wasn't gonna. I was leaving the fat joke alone, and then you had to, you know. Yeah, bull is what I'm gonna say back to you. Bull, you were yeah. Um. So that was the Albert response. By the way, was in an answer to uh, he had written up the the ten highest paid players on the San Francisco 49ers, and really kind of the feasibility of those guys getting moved. I don't think you have the assets to get either Debo or Brandon Ayuk. But you want to talk about winning an offseason? Like, you bring in either one of those here, and people would lose their minds. They would and, start planning the parade. And honestly, I don't even think the bar's that high. I think I think people are a lot more paranoid about the wide receiver spot than I am. But, like, either one of those is a win. Khalil Mack, who I mentioned earlier today on social media, that's a win. Like, I think the Browns are going to have an opportunity at a, at a lot of different kind of wins. And I think, for, I, I think you're going to be able to be choosy – and really kind of play that long game that uh, Andrew Barry's been really good at in his in the last couple of years, like uh, Zadarius's last year, or waiting out the Cowboys to get Amari on the cheap. Or, you know, getting, like, Shelby Harris in the middle of training camp. Like, I mean, um, here's one for you. One of those two 49ers being landed by the Browns this offseason, or Odell Beckham Jr., which reaction would uh, larger? Because, remember, Cleveland went nuts when – the Browns got Odell. Um, I think if you okay, so I think Debo would be the biggest name because he's been in two right. Super Bowls in the last so, five but, years. Yeah. So if the Browns, all think, right, fine. If the Browns landed Debo this offseason, which reaction would be more over the top? The one we had for Odell, or I think it'd be Debo. 
I, you know, that's tough because OBJ. I mean, I did write a column his, saying the Browns were Super Bowl contenders after trading for Odell. Okay, in <laughs> fairness, you didn't know the guy was going to completely turn into a pumpkin here. Right. Yeah. Oh, all of a sudden, these soft tissue injuries that coincide with me getting paid a lot of money. But I care about my team. Okay. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.